Do you feel like you're trying everything with your small business marketing, trying to be on all the platforms, doing all the things, doing reels and TikTok dances and lip syncing and Facebook posts and emails, and do you feel like it's just not working? Do you feel like you're throwing so much stuff at the wall and nothing seems to stick? Well, the trick might be that you're throwing everything out there in a way that's not giving them somewhere to go next. You're not using your marketing to create a pipeline. So that's what I want to cover in this episode, is the idea of whenever we put marketing content out there, it's thinking about what do we want them to do next? Where do we want them to go next? And how does that next step move them closer from browsing to buying? How is that next step taking them from a potential customer and moving them closer to being a paying customer? When I figured all this out in my own business, it blew my mind and I never looked back. And once you know it, you're probably going to have one of those, oh, why didn't I think of that before moments? That's okay, guys. This is a safe place. I really want you to understand the concept of marketing like a pipeline, and that's what we're going to cover in today's episode. So without further ado, let's jump in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host, Meredith Page, and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses, and now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum and a wife, and I want to share with you everything I've learned and am still learning about juggling a family, business growth, mental well-being and healthy boundaries. Here we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses If you're running a small business, raising small humans, and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. I think quite often what happens when we're these overachieving, wearing probably way too many hats small business owners, is that when we turn our attention to marketing, we get caught in a box checking kind of mindset. And what I mean by that is we sort of think, okay, posted on social media, did a Facebook Live, did an Instagram Reel, Um, I sent an email and I put something in, I sent something to print or I put something in the local paper. Whatever your kind of suite of marketing platforms is, I think sometimes we get caught in the idea if we've checked the box, I'm done, I'm off the hook, it's one less thing on my to-do list. But then once we've doing that for a while, we start trying to look for evidence of success in our business. And sometimes we don't really feel like there's enough of that there to justify the effort. So then we feel like our marketing isn't working and we sort of get to this place where we're like, I'm doing all these things. I'm checking all these boxes. I'm in all these, on all these different platforms. What, why isn't it working? Where, where's the, why aren't I making it rain yet? Where are all the customers at? And so if this is you, if you feel like you've been throwing heaps of effort into your marketing and you feel like you're on so many channels, you've lost count and you're still not seeing the result, the issue might be um, that you haven't actually gone into it with a strategic mindset. You've gone into it with a check it off and get it done mindset. And what I mean by that is you haven't gone into the creation of those concepts, whether it's the ad, the social media post, the email, with a here's the next step in the pipeline that I want them to take. So what we need to do is we need to think about our marketing not necessarily as a bunch of boxes lined up laterally in that imagine if you can 
that you have Facebook, email, website, and then print, maybe radio, all lined up next to each other in a straight line. Because I think this is what some of us tend to think. And we just tick, 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 tick. We've ticked them all off in a line. We actually need to think about them more in a vertical sense and as either a pipeline or what you may have heard referred to previously as a sales funnel. Because that's exactly the function we want our marketing to have. We want to be funneling potential customers into our business through a series of what I would refer to as conversion points. So rather than thinking about it as you spreading yourself thinly across a a bunch of platforms, think about it instead in a vertical sense. And at the the bottleneck of the pipe funnel, so if you were to think about a traditional funnel, you may have them in your kitchen or what have you, your website typically is at the, the narrowest point of the funnel. And that's because your website can do a lot of the heavy lifting in tipping people from browsing to being that much closer to buying. So think about it instead like this. Imagine if your website had a really smart form on it that got the customer's details, asked them some initial questions about their inquiry, asked them maybe perhaps where they were getting stuck, asked them uh, what, how would you like to be followed up on? Would you like a call or an email? If you'd like a call, what dates and times work for you? Or even better yet, here's a link to a calendar where you can book a call in with one of our experts. Um, Imagine if that was sitting on your website. Now, I'm just going to press pause here, as in metaphorically speaking. If you feel as though that um, you're, if you're listening to me talking right now about that going, well, that just sounds way too technical. I'm going to stop you right there, Meredith. I don't understand what you mean by form. I want you to head on back to episode um, 31, where I actually walked you through some of the apps that I use to achieve just this pipeline. So as we keep going through this episode, keep listening, bearing in mind that there is in fact an app for everything I'm about to tell you, and that I have those apps sitting in episode 31, you can go back and check them out. So I want you to take that tech phobia that that I can't do that, I'm not smart enough, that take that mindset and throw it away for the rest of this episode because it's only going to stop you from taking everything else in. Okay, deal? Let's move forward. So imagine your website has a really slick form set up that encourages people to answer some initial questions and Whichever way you go about it lets you know when they can be followed up with and it gives you an opportunity to connect with them down the track. And when you do connect with them down the track, you're going to have some really tailored advice for them based on those questions they answered. So imagine your website has that facility sitting on your contact us page ready to go. Then what you can do is in all of your social media posts, in all of your print marketing, in all of your radio ads, you can have a common theme or a line where it's like if you would like tailored advice around X topic or if you would like tailored advice around Y problem, head over to our contact page and our website and you can get started with us today. That's it. The main call to action, and I want you to remember that phrase, the main call to action is head over to our website to get tailored advice. So then that can be the key call to action sitting in all your posts and links and print marketing footers and things like that, because then that's all going to be funneling people to your website. And then that website using that fancy form you're going to set up very easily is going to capture all their information and then move them closer to booking a call with you or booking a Zoom session with you or booking just even a callback from you 
where you will then be able to give them that tailored advice they'd asked for. And this is what I mean about giving them somewhere to go or having a call to action. This is a really critical part of marketing I see a lot of people miss. You need to kind of think about every piece of marketing as if it's the not if it's kind of like the first time they're hearing from you or if it's the the point at which they're ready to do business with you. Don't always assume that people know you have a website. Don't always assume people know that what they need to do when they get to that website. Think about each piece of marketing as if they're seeing you with fresh eyes. And they, and if imagine if each piece of marketing was the thing that they was going to tip them over into, oh my goodness, where has this business been my whole life? I need to get in touch with them now and tell them what they need to do. Now, you might feel like you're repeating yourself over and over again, but I want to give you a bit of peace of mind around that, especially when it comes to things like social media. The chances of your followers seeing your content, um, what's called organically, as in the chances of them seeing your posts as they're scrolling through their feed are really, really low, unfortunately. It's somewhere between like 4 to 10%. I think when I looked at it a couple of years ago, it was at least closer to 20 if you were really consistent and you got lucky. But unfortunately, Facebook and Instagram really don't prioritize the small players like us. Those that are just using the platform for free might be tipping a little bit of money into boosted posts, but we're really not the big players. So our posts just don't get um, prioritized. It is what it is. So don't be afraid of repeating yourself and even using the same marketing message across multiple platforms because the chances of them seeing everything you're putting out there are slim to none. The minute you start getting bored or annoyed with your own message of being too consistent probably means that that's when you're actually hitting the point of optimal consistency. So don't be afraid to be constantly reiterating that call to action. And look, you can always mix it up in your captions as well. So you might be like, hey, if this sounds like you and you want to know more, head over to my website and book an appointment. Or if you're ready to get started and you're sick of dealing with this problem every day, I've got the solution for you. Head over to the contact page on my website and book a consult with me and I can get you started. Mix up the the language around it, but keep a clear and consistent call to action. If this is the thing that's made them go from "Eh," to, yeah, I'm ready to get this sorted, Give them somewhere to go next and then actually have a map out a clear pipeline you would like them to take. Now, sometimes this can be a good opportunity to get the pen and paper out and actually think about and draw out how you would like them to move from social media into your business. Does your marketing feel less like a fun way to talk about your business and more like a really hard job that you're avoiding? Well, did you know that you could be automating large parts of your small business marketing so you could focus on the bits you love, like sharing information, educating your customers, and showing them all the fun and cool ways they can do business with you? Well, I've put together a free PDF guide showing you all my go-to apps for small business marketing on autopilot. Yes, that's right. You can put large parts of your small business marketing completely on autopilot so they can be working for you 24-7 while you sleep, while you're spending time with your family, or while you're serving customers, or even just spending time on a bit of self-care. <laughs> Jokes, we, we don't have self-care around here. But you should. So how are you going to get started doing that? Well, the next best step is to start automating parts of your marketing. If you want to know more about how you can get your hands on my guide, head over to my website, go to the resources section and pop your details in. I'll send one straight to your inbox. That's my free downloadable PDF with my go-to apps for small biz marketing on autopilot. Head over to the website and grab yours now. 
So there's a couple of different ways you can do this depending on your business setup. Like say, for example, you're not a service-based business. What if you were, say, a retail or a hospitality venue? Now, my background is hospitality, so I'm going to give you that as an example, but try to see if you can apply it to your own um, venue in this way. So you might have, maybe you'll run like for a limited time, you might have a promotion running through your website where they can go and download a maybe a free dessert with main meal purchase voucher. All they need to do is give you their name, first name, and their your their email address, and you can send it straight to their inbox. And again, all that is very doable based on the apps I give you in episode 31. So don't let the tech phobias creep in right now, guys. So imagine that um, once people visit your website, they can see a little link that says, grab a free dessert with every main meal purchase for the month of, say, June. Then they take into a specific page on the on your website that has a very clear form where it says, we'd love to welcome you into our business if you're a first-time customer. Just pop your details in the form below and we'll send you a free voucher for a dessert with every main meal purchase. Must be redeemed within by you know June 30, for example. Um, again, you can set up an automation where once they pop their details into that, not only will they be added to your email marketing newsletter, so then they're going to get emails from you from thereafter, which are really just more opportunities to do business with you down the track. And they can be receiving an email in their inbox saying, hi, they can even insert their name. These apps are really smart. It can say, hi, Sam. Thanks for visiting our website. We'd love to see you in our business soon. So please see attached a voucher for a free dessert with every main meal purchase you order um, up until June 30. Please note that each of these vouchers is only available, well, must be, you know, sort of surrendered at the till and it's only available one per person per main meal. So it's not like they can go in there and order 10 main meals and 10 desserts. I don't know. You'd need to workshop the terms and conditions so it doesn't send you broke. But just think about the basic concept for, for, for this instance. So you've got that functionality sitting on your website. Very doable. You don't have to touch a thing to make it happen. The first time you know it's working is when a customer is standing in your restaurant asking to use their voucher. So now, imagine if every post that you put on social media for the month of June had at the end of it, if you'd like to come in and enjoy an experience with at our restaurant, you can actually head over to our website now and grab a free voucher, a voucher for a free dessert. Check out the website for details. Imagine if every post you put up in June had some kind of iteration of that in the caption. Now, the good thing about Facebook is you can have actual links in the caption. Um, on Instagram, you have to just keep referring them to link in bio. But if you set up each of those links to go to that that specific page on your website that had that form, don't send it to the home page because you don't want them wandering around and getting lost. Include the link to the specific page on your website that contains the form that triggers both them being added to your email marketing list and receiving that email to their inbox with the voucher. Then that's 30 opportunities you're creating to essentially get potential customers in your business, giving them a reason to come and try you out to do business with you. I mean, in my experience, when it comes to customer acquisition, you have a really good chance of getting potential new customers on a good price point or on a good special, but you've got a really good chance of keeping them based on the service. So you don't necessarily have to be the cheapest person in town, but if you can entice them on a really good deal and then blow them away with your really good service, really good product, great experience, you're in a really good position to have them becoming a repeat customer. It's just about getting them in the door, getting them to give you a go, and then what you do speaks for itself. 
So that's a really good way to think about marketing as a pipeline is if you can have the infrastructure on your website in place to put you in the best position of bringing these people into your business, all you need to do is then make sure any marketing material put out there, it could be a flyer with the special, it could be a radio ad with the special, Everything that you use to promote your business needs to have a clear next step, a clear call to action, because then they go into your website and the pipeline kicks in and the pipeline starts doing the work for you. You'll also get the accidental ones where someone might be on Google looking for restaurants in your area, they hit your website, want to check out your menu, and hey, notice that you're offering a free dessert with main meal purchase on your website. So if we can think about our website as being part of a broader marketing pipeline and a really critical, I suppose, point of conversion for browsers into buyers, for potential into paying, then what we need to do is make sure every time we're putting a piece of marketing material out there, it's sending people to the website. It's sending people to that point of conversion and it's funneling and channeling all those, those eyeballs and those people looking around online towards your website where your website can then pick them up and run with them and send them onto your business. And then once you start thinking about your marketing like this, it also gives you really tangible ways to measure the success of your promotions. Um, Because what it's going to mean is that you can actually measure how many customers entered your business via that form, via that voucher, and it gives you a really tangible way to sort of see, well, how well did this work? How many of these people actually went to my website and redeemed this voucher? And so not only are you going to be creating automated pipelines in your business, you're actually going to have a really good way of measuring measuring the value you're getting of the energy you're tipping in because sometimes marketing can feel like all energy and no actual return on investment in an immediate sense i mean i think we always need to think about marketing as being more closely related to something like farming and less like direct sales where farming is something we know we're not going to get instant gratification out of it we know we're putting in effort now for a result that could be three six nine even 12 months down the track but If we have something that's a clearly tangible thing that gets presented to our business, suddenly at the end of June, we can look at the stack of vouchers we have sitting on our office desk going, wow, that actually feels like a result. I can see the result of that. Now, I'll give you a classic example of this. I had a um, veterinary client that we were doing a mail out for. And so it was a little DL flyer that we put together. And at the bottom of the flyer, we had a voucher for a little value add service um, when they next came in. So I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like a free mini treatment or something like that with every, um, with every I think, consult within a specific month. And what was really good for her is with digital marketing, everything can feel a bit ambiguous. Like we're talking about clicks and likes and shares and stuff that doesn't feel like something we can hold and go, wow, I can see the results results of that. In this instance, it wasn't even really anything to do with the digital pipeline. It was the flyer and the voucher, but it was the idea was creating a pipeline. And so when they brought the voucher in, she actually had a bowl of these things sitting on her reception counter and she could see the fruits of her labor when it came to marketing she could see this is my return on investment look how many of these vouchers came back in now you could easily have something like that sitting on your website the downside of that is is that we weren't capturing all those people's names and email addresses for future marketing opportunities which is why the digital component is really valuable if you can have them going through a gatekeeping mechanism like a form on your website it means you can be getting their name and their email address with consent because you're going to be very clear about what you're doing with that information and you're going to be clear about the fact they can opt out of their 
any time. But you're getting that, capturing those customers and ensuring that you can keep them in the long term in your marketing space for future newsletters and emails and promotions and things like that. So that's where the digital gatekeeping aspect is really helpful because you're going to get more bang for your buck and more um, longevity out of that promotion by the customers it's going to acquire for you. But this is where we need to get our heads with marketing. It needs to not be this checker box mentality where we've checked the social media box, we've checked the Google Ads box, we've checked the print marketing box. We need to be thinking really strategically about when the person I want to become a potential customer, when they see this ad, what ideally do I want them to do next? How can I get them onto my website so I can grab their contact details for future marketing opportunities? And then how can I encourage them to give my business a go? Now, I guarantee if you think about your marketing more like that, you're going to start seeing results in your business. Now, I really hope this is hope this was as mind-blowing for you as it was for me when I figured out that, hey, marketing needs to be connected in this funnel concept. Um, I haven't looked back since I learned it. I hope this has sparked some ideas for you and how you can use your website as a conversion tool in a bigger marketing funnel. And hey, if you come up with something, send me a link. Hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or even email me the link. I would love to see how you've set up a marketing funnel using your website in your business. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Taking Back Joy. Did this episode happen to spark an idea in your business brain? I'd love to hear how this topic helped you. So take a screenshot of you listening right now, post it to Instagram and tag me at meredithpage.me and tell me in the caption what your big takeaway was from this episode. Thanks guys. See you next time.